Welcome back, listeners. This is Robin Black with Soul Healer 1777. Today's word, focused manifestations. Today, I actually really want to speak about our distractions. It seems like today we're making distractions a priority. And in my mind, I know a lot of people may not agree with me, but in my mind, I feel that men are typically stronger manifestors. Okay, and the reason why I say this is because they're not distracted as much mentally as they are visually, right? So with women, like when you, when we think about that, like, for example, losing weight, a man can say, hey, that's it. My mind's made up. I'm going to lose 40 pounds in two months. We're a woman, we can say, hey, we're going to lose 40 pounds in two months. Then at the end of that two months, <laughs> the man has now lost 60 pounds and the woman has only lost 11, right? But when you dig deeper and you think about that, what exactly happened with the in between that, right? What distractions have come up? A men, they don't, they're not natural multitaskers. So they don't, they're able to actually just stay focused on that one thing where it's like, hey, this is it. This is what I want to do. I want to lose weight. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to start eating this and then I'm going to do it. Women, we're always thinking nine steps ahead, no matter what we're doing. And if if we come across a situation, we think of 17 different scenarios that it could be. And then we got to get on the phone, talk about all those 17 different scenarios. And then it's like the next thing you know, we're getting further and further distracted. We're getting further and further away from what it was we were supposed to be doing. Especially if you look at those um, workout videos, those at home workout videos that the video could be 45 minutes long, but by the time you turn it on and you start thinking (laughs) you have a seat and it's like, if you end up sitting down and watching that video, you're going to end, it's just going to end up being on and you're going to think about, 17 different things that you could be doing, or you start doing those things. You start cleaning the kitchen, you start getting dinner prepared, you start folding clothes, whatever it is that you're doing. You, you, we have all these different distractions that are distracting us from it. Whereas a man, he's just going to go and do it. He's just going to be like, I just got to get on the treadmill 45 minutes and I'm just going to go out there and do it. Women were like, 45. That's what we think. We think about what we could be doing within that 45 minutes or we sit and we think, or we're just like, well, maybe if I had a friend to do it with, then it might be easier. If we think that that's really going to work when that doesn't really help it either. It may or may not, you know what I mean? It's just, you have to have the motivation to do it. No matter if someone's with you or not with you, it just, it, it requires motivation and it requires driving those distractions out of the way. And typically, I know sometimes even with our conversation, we can get off track with just our conversation because scientifically, men speak between what? I think it's like five to 7,000 words a day, whereas women, we speak anywhere between seventeen to 20,000 words a day. So when we are even having conversations, we're speaking about what we want to do, but we're too busy 
thinking we want to go and call our sister, our best friend or our daughter and talk about, well, this is what I have planned. This is what I want to do. And then you start a conversation and we start speaking about, well, I went to the store yesterday and it made me think of this great idea. But first, let me tell you, okay, so when I went there, I had on this outfit because I thought I looked horrible in it, but I put it on anyway. You have to go all the way to the beginning of the story and we have to set the whole mood before we tell you the story. And that's why we talk so much. You know, it's like, why do we do all of this talking? Just get to the point. And that's why I would admit by the time we come home, it's, it's, we want to sit and talk about what our day was like, what I, what I was thinking about doing, what, whereas men, they're, like I say, they're stronger manifestors because they just come home. They just, Hey, I'm, I really think I want to start this new idea with this small business. And then they just do it. They don't have to talk to 5 billion people about this idea first before they put it into motion. Because then what happens when you're talking to all these different people and wanting to get different answers, and then you want to analyze it to death, then you come to a conclusion and then you have to go through all these steps before you just start it. And that's why I say we're prioritizing distractions versus just actually manifesting what we're supposed to manifest. The same as when we say, well, they, they have what I don't. Why is it that they always get what they want to get? Even with how terrible of a person they are, they are forever getting everything that they want and they get it so easily. Everything's so easy for men. You know, when a man wants to lose weight, it's super easy. But now we don't realize that mentally we're manifesting that. Because we create our own reality. So when we're thinking these thoughts and we're like, uh, men, they can lose weight faster. They always get every life is just so much easier for them. It's the power of the tongue. We're manifesting that. And that's why we live those lives. That's why a lot of people may even be saying that to themselves now is men do have it easier. That's not necessarily the case. It's that we're manifesting that lifestyle for ourselves because we keep saying it because that's what we're literally believing and all thoughts manifest themselves, but nothing's going to manifest quicker than a negative thought because you're thinking it not all day, all night. You're manifesting that negative thought. Whereas, you know, like if you just had an idea, you're not necessarily going to manifest that all day because you're dissecting it and you're thinking of all what could go wrong. Why might I not want to do this? And then you're involving others in that manifestation that causes it, 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 you know what I mean? It causes it to, you know, become unbalanced and you're not focusing on it and you have to stay focused. And even with people who aren't the greatest and they may treat you badly or may have treated you badly, but again, you don't know that person's lifestyle, especially you don't know their faith. You don't know what they're going through internally because all, like God says, you have to have faith as small as a mustard seed. So they could be praying internally, even though they're treating you badly, they may not even be aware that they're treating you badly because they're too focused on what they're trying to manifest. And they're staying focused on themselves. So it may come off as selfish to someone who's not focused on themselves. 
to someone else, they'll understand, oh, I get it because you're just, you're in that mindset of understanding that, hey, this is what I got to get done. I got to manifest this. I got to focus on this idea that I'm trying to put together. Whereas others who are in the mindset of allowing distractions to distract them, they're, they're looking at it as they're being belittled and no one's paying attention to them. And that's where we oftentimes we get stuck in that instead of realizing this person's just manifesting this. You know, or if you have, if you're in a relationship and something goes wrong and your significant other just rolls over and falls asleep, you're thinking, how are you going, how are you over there? Just, 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 just fall asleep. You ain't even going to think about it. You're not even worried about it. You just simply don't care. And then, nope, it's not that it's, you have to think about it logically. You know, it's like, can okay, it's, it's five o'clock in the afternoon. Every business is closed. So, and I'm speaking of obviously a bill situation is what can we possibly do right here, right now? Absolutely nothing. Every business is closed. There's no one to call. There's no one to talk to. So that bill is going to have to wait until tomorrow. And that's how men think where women, we typically want to spaz out and think of 17 different scenarios as to what could go wrong, what's going to happen next, what are we going to do? And we're not just sitting and just taking the time out to just breathe and realize that, hey, has, have I always gotten through things? Yes, I have. We have always made it through tough situations. We're going to make it through this as well. And that's where we have to start staying in that mindset of knowing everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to work out because God, again, is not going to let you fall. He will make sure that you find a solution to your situation, but you have to make sure that you do not go off course and allow those distractions to become a priority. That's why typically as we get older, our demeanor is more calming. We were able to just relax. We don't have to spaz out over everything and just think that everything's the end of the world. We're able to just be like, hey, it's cool. It doesn't really matter. We can just do it this way or why not just do it this way? And we we gain more insight on things. We gain an easier way of looking at life and, you know, creating ideas or whatever the case is. We, we look at living, working smarter, not harder. And a lot of people may not like that. A lot of people may view it as, oh, he or she think they just know everything. And those are the people who, again, they're just operating on a lower vibration, but definitely don't fall into dimming your own light for others just because they view you as thinking you know everything when you don't because that's where people often mistake arrogance for confidence. When there's an arrogance, that's where I kind of brought up in one of my last episodes that Dunning-Kruger effect. When there's arrogance involved, that means it's it's a low vibrational person that's 
overestimating, right, their knowledge and they don't really understand on a, you know what I mean? They're not on the same level of understanding as you are. But since you're, you're operating on a higher vibrational level, you understand that this person is, hey, I can't change how you think. You see it as arrogance. That's fine. You move on. You let that person think whatever they want to think. You don't get caught in that distraction, but you're able to just continue to walk in your purpose. You're able to continue to walk in that light that shines because you know who you are and you're walking with confidence. Whether people think that it's arrogance or not, you know exactly what it is. And that's why we have to drown out those distractions and make sure that we're not prioritizing that distraction. We have to be sure that we're going to stay hey, I need to manifest this. I have to focus on what it is that I'm manifesting and I have to keep bringing it back and making sure that I focus and I don't allow these distractions to get in the way. And I know when I was younger, I was actually guilty of doing that myself is being stuck in that comparison mode and allowing that distraction. Whereas if like, for, for example, my mother would make, you know, she would give me and my brother chores, of course, but my brother, when he had to fold clothes, he would purposely fold them wrong on purpose so that my parents wouldn't ask him to fold the clothes. And it would make me so angry because my mother would switch it and tell me to be the one to fold the clothes. So in my mind, being a younger person, you know, being a kid, basically, I would look at it as, oh, you just make everything easy for Derek, but you make everything hard for me. That was my mindset. And I was manifesting that, right? I was literally bringing it into reality that Derek's going to have it easy and I'm going to have it hard. But my mother would always tell me, Robin, you have to pick your battles, you have to pick your own battles. My mother knew what my brother was doing, but she knew she didn't want to fight because he wasn't going to stop. You know what I mean? He was just going to continue to do that because he didn't want to do that. So she knew I just have to give him a different chore from what I have to do with Robin. So then when I was manifesting that mindset, I wasn't looking at it as I, my mother just knew her son wasn't going to stop. I was looking at it as this is me, it's only me. And then that carried on with me through my entire life. So I always looked at it, even the same with people coming to me with their problems. I love it now, obviously, that's why I became a life coach. But as I was growing up, I was like, what about me? When are people just gonna wanna listen to me? And instead of embracing it, I complained about it. I would complain and complain and complain. And now once I finally let go of the distractions and I really focused on the manifesting and what I wanted to do, I'm just like, hey, I just really want people to actually be able to listen to me because I'm here to help. I want to help others. But at times, just because you, we have to think outside the box again, you know, you have to look at it as why do people come to me with all their problems? Why do people want me to speak about 
are, are to listen about what's going on in their lives. And then when you sit and think about it, you embrace it because you realize that people feel relaxed. They feel comfortable. It's your voice. Your voice is calming. Even for some of my friends that come to my house, they always say, your house is so warming. It's just, I can relax when I'm at your house because I have that effect on people because that's my purpose. My purpose is to heal others, to soothe others, to calm others, letting them know that it's okay. I'm a natural born healer. And that's why God puts us in these positions is because that's exactly what our calling is. That's what he brings us to. And it took me forever to come to that understanding and stop comparing myself and feeling like, well, he has it this way. I have it this way. And I had to embrace what was going on. It may not always be for someone to look at me because God has something higher or something different for me. There's a different avenue for me. And we have to actually stop thinking and comparing and start focusing. When we stay focused, we're able to be, we're able to listen. We're able to listen to what God is telling us through our visions, through our imaginations, through those thoughts. He can tell us what it is that we're supposed to be. And when, when you're able to focus on your manifestations, all those things come. Now I do have people who actually want to meet up with me and just hear my story and just hear me out. And people who are literally asking, well, how are you doing? How did you do it? Where did you find the strength? I have a lot of people in my life who have always told me, Robin, you're stronger than you think. And I just, I wouldn't allow it to sink in because I was stuck in that distraction and thinking, why me and no one else? And I remember when I was working with one of my bosses, who was actually a pretty close friend, he told me, he was just like, he would always tell me, you're a lot stronger than you th think and you complain too much. And when he told me that, because of the, the amount of respect for him, I didn't react how I normally would have, right? Because this was, I don't know, it's probably maybe about five years ago. But if I wasn't in the right mindset before I met him, my reaction would have been totally different. I would have been mad. Like, what did you just say? Did you just say that I complained too much? Then I would have went in a whole different direction. But because the amount of respect that I have for him I accepted that constructive criticism and I learned, I allowed him to teach me to understand. And you, the same with my family, they would see that in me because I was stuck in that comparison mode and feeling like, why me? Oh, woe is me. And I was all in that self-pity and allowing all those different distractions to come in. And once you understand and you allow people who have gone through things because that's what it takes. Experience is where you gain wisdom. You know, I can be super knowledgeable in everything my whole entire life, but until I experience it, I won't have true wisdom. That's why they say the wiser you are, the calmer you are, the less you speak, the wiser you are. 
because that's a very true statement because you understand where where to put your energy, where not to put your energy because you're not allowing any distractions. You know it's a waste of what? It's a waste of energy. A lot of people who they say, there's no point in wasting my breath on that because they know you understand that it's a distraction and you have to stay focused. I remember my father used to tell me that all the time. He was like, the older you get, things are just going to start to fall into place. And I would never understand what he meant by that. And I'm like, what do you mean? I was stuck in that freak out mode where now I'm freaking out. My life's over. I'm about to have a nervous breakdown because of this, 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 and this. My tire done came off. What am I supposed to do now? And you just don't know what's going to happen. And my father would just come and just be like, oh, that ain't nothing. <laughs> and I'll be like, what? What do you mean that ain't nothing? And I would, and I never understood because I wouldn't calm down. I wouldn't just relax and realize that everything's going to be okay. Stop being worried about everyone else and stop comparing someone else's situation to mine. And when I stopped doing that, I just became a lot more relaxed. And I realized things are always going to work themselves out because when I look at my life, Every adversity that I have come against, I have overcame. God does not leave us in a situation that we cannot come out of, period. He's building us. He's building that endurance. And it's not happening to us. It's happening for us. But we have to be able to focus on what it is we want. What is our reality that we're trying to create that's what we have to stay focused on. And again, I'm actually getting really excited because I'm actually, I, I'm getting a lot more of you that are calling in and I'm hearing your stories and I'm looking um, forward to it because I'm hoping by Wednesday of next week at the latest, I have a, a few interviews that I'm actually going to be uploading and I am excited to go ahead and upload these. And I'm excited to conduct some of these interviews. So I definitely want to hear from more of you. I want to hear about everyone's adversities that they're overcoming. So that way we can kind of help each other as a whole. And we can kind of just under, you know, get more people to under, to listen and understand that a lot of people are going to go through similar adversities, but they're, you know, what they're overcoming, what they're struggling with, their point of view. That's another thing. You know, everyone has different perceptions and different points of view, but I definitely want to hear, I want to hear about it. So again, definitely book your one-on-one with me at www.soulhealer1777.net or go ahead and give us a call. Let us hear your story. 463-269-5142. Stay blessed.